Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes Butch, Ari, and Falkus discovered that behind every successful waterfall, there is a strong cave. That's how that saying goes, right? I got it right? Okay. Anyway, we left them just as they were about to reveal themselves to a group of trolls that may or may not be as friendly as they hope. Let's find out how it goes as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Okay, so I'm, I, 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 I slowly walk up, I got my paws, you know, kind of, kind of in, in the air, it's kind of like above my shoulders, you know, and uh, as, right before I turn that corner, I say, I don't yell it, you know, my idea, I, I, I'm just, I'm not trying to like alert everyone, I'm trying to get to the guards, you know, but like, if, I say the word friend. I'm here as a friend and I gently walk around the the bend. Okay. You announce your presence as a friend. You do it in a calm tone of voice. You start to step forward and immediately the two trolls who are in the guard positions there mm -hmm. shields up spears forward. Totally expected. Yes. I, I would have expected that. And um, I see your spears. I understand why you got them. If I were in your situation, I'd be I'd be armed and ready too. But we're here to to try to help. And uh, it looks like y'all need help too. We're trying to help this entire area. And. Uh, I, I come to you unarmed. I come to you with no magic on me. You can kill me now, or you can believe me. And Let's if I do... gotta do a check on that... Oh, I didn't think about that. So, oh, so anyway, I... Okay. You can kill me now, or you can believe me. Let's do a... It would be... It would be a, per, a persuasion check. With it, with exhaustion is with disadvantage, but because you disarmed yourself and you're coming in in the manner that you described, that is absolutely worth advantage. So let's just get a straight persuasion check. I hope they don't kill me. I hope they take me prisoner instead. Because I rolled an eight. So on an eight, one of them says... Stay right where you are. And the other, like, takes a step back, doesn't take their eye off of you, turns their head slightly to one side and says, Get the boss and a pair of manacles. We have an intruder. And you can hear noise moving, people 
around in the back. Somebody steps around the corner holding a pair of um, like iron chain manacles with like the clasps on them. And it's a uh, a young female troll of like middling height. Bright red hair, like an explosion of bright red hair that turns into like these really cool braids that go down the back. She's got really dark blue skin, especially considering the darkness of the cave. And she's wearing a set of black robes with red accents. And she's got on this long cape of this dark material that has patterning to it that makes it look like bat wings. But it's just, a, it's a cape. That's awesome. I want that. I want that robe. She shackles your ankles together, but leaves your hands free. Mm-hmm. And says... And I, no resistance. What you be here to talk about? Why you be finding our secret little uh, hidey hole? Who you be? Well, my name is Butch. And to, to be very honest, we didn't know this 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 cave was here. And Who does I'll we tell you, is? Oh, I am not alone. I got two friends with me. They're they're well behind me. They can't hear what we're doing right now. But I tell you, they have the same ideas as me. And um, well, I'll tell you s- straight on. We had expected to uh, meet someone named Omni, Ami, while we're here. We were told to look for Ami and uh, that she'd be in the south. But we didn't We didn't find anyone like that when we came in through that other cave. But we're here. We're here to try to take care of this poison problem and this this magic that's affecting all the all the jungle and we're we're trying to stop it she listens to you say these things and she turns to the rest of the group like behind her um and says something you know i no no one here speaks uh giant or troll right i don't think so no i do not you hear her Say you hear her say words, and it's very clear that it's an order. And you see trolls behind her start to, you know, make distance and spread out from the inside, like center area. And then another couple of trolls come forward with more manacles. And she says, You be telling your friends to move forward, nice and slow, no weapons, just as you have. And perhaps, maybe, we be having a discussion about poisons and magic and army you know what I, I think that's reasonable I really do now my friends do have weapons I put mine down I have weapons too I put mine down at the, at the front I can tell them to do the same and uh, I I want you to know that we're that I am putting trust in you so I'm, I'm really hoping you, you'll you'll trust us as well. But I, I bet I could. No, I don't be. Yeah, I under, I get that. I get that. But I'll I'll tell my friends. Yeah, there's two of them. One's one's uh one's a human and one's kind of a kind of a squirrely elf. You don't you don't need to worry about him that much. But I. I how would you like me to tell him I can't walk? 
You'll be shouting back. They hear you. Okay. Focus, Ari. They ain't killed me yet. You, if you put down your weapons and come this way, they'll they'll probably tie you up. I'm tied up, but they didn't hurt me. I'm yelling. I'm tied up, but they didn't hurt me. And um, they said we could have a conversation. Ari, what's that look on your face? Uh, I mean, we've been tied up in worse situations. I guess this time we know at least. So We're walking into the situation knowing you're getting tied up. And yeah. This is, this is not, you know. But I only have to put down my weapons, so I'm just putting down my dagger and my rapier, and I am keeping my instruments because they are not weapons. But yet. Um, yet. Falkus is going to put everything down, but Falkus can't put that axe down. I can't. Yell that. Uh, y- you you yell that. Okay. And um, I, I look at this um, person with a very cool transmog and I say, okay, one of my friends has a weapon that is cursed and he cannot put that weapon down. Be because of that, and I, I believe that weapon came from here. And I'll be honest with you, we acquired that weapon from the arena down south of here, and there was a whole bunch of mean-looking trolls there. And once he got that axe, he wasn't able to put it down or even have someone else touch it. It's like oh, so. I- if I if I yell back or, or you know a elevated voice to at least carry down the cave, um, it's like here it is out, but not in 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 position for attack. It's it's in my hand, but it's not like like think like holding a, a, a wood carver's axe, but it's upside down. Like it's I it's not in a position for me to easily grab unless I were to like flip it around and do a couple hand motions first to get it into a position to attack with. So it's it's as as soon as Butch would have yelled back and I would have resigned that we were coming forward, I would have dropped invisibility concentration. So just as a heads up, Falcus oh, is yeah. now completely visible since Butch made it aware that he informed them that there is three of us. And something tells me you you understand about cursed weapons. Oh, yes, very intimately. You with the weapon. You'll be walking toward us. Backwards. Slowly. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to walk behind Falcus so he's facing me because this is hilarious and I want to enjoy this scene. They not specify, so if they yell at me later, that's no, fine. No, you can walk <laughs> forward, but you're not the one that's armed. They want him to yeah, approach no. in the absolutely least threatening way possible. Yeah, I'm I'm like facing him, watching him do this because this is hilarious. I'm I'm just giving you this look backwards. And yeah, as I'm as I'm nearing closer to the light, I'm sure I can tell that I'm getting closer to them as well. Looking over my shoulder, that I'm just gonna be like, just please, please do not touch the axe. I, I, I have no control over myself. If you do, I'm warning you now. Just just please, if you're intimate with these cursed weapons, you know what's happening to me right now. Give me one moment. I want to look at some text at something. Okay. When you get within range, uh, let me double check the range. Oh, okay. No, you're you're fine. 
you get to the point where you round the corner and you're within um, line of sight of this character. And she reaches one hand out. You're 20 feet away yet. She reaches one hand out and waves left to right across her body with her right hand. And you all three feel a pulse of magical energy. And then she says, throw down your weapon. I'm going to like give Arya a look like, did I feel anything like internally? Yeah. Like a tingling between my hand and like, say the, the hilt. Yeah. It's like, I'll take a look at Arya. I'm like, oh, all right. Yes. And then I just close my eyes and just open up my hands and just feel the relief of this axe finally leave my person. The text on the axe, the last line of text on the axe, says that if a dispel magic or a remove curse are applied to the axe, the curse effects are removed permanently. This character, as you're being shackled at the ankles, says, You be searching for Omi. I be Omi. I be a priest of Hirik, priestess of Hirik. And I'm going to mark off a third level spell for this character as she casts uh, Dispel Magic. Who was it that told us about these people? It was uh, the Rezek, that- the um, goblin in the in the naked town. Okay. But I've been talking for a while. Uh, Balkus. And at you this go point, ahead. for the sake of the scene, they after they bind you, they would bring you into the light and set you up so that you're in a position where you can take a seat. But it's clear as you look around that if you start a fight, it's not going to go your way because there's a lot of trolls with a lot of spears. And Omi would take a seat across the fire from you. I'm, I'm going to. I I feel like if if. I had a curse put on me and a curse was just lifted. I would feel exhausted aside from just having a level of exhaustion. But like, I would just feel like you ever just feel relief. Like, and you, and after like a, a really tense moment when the adrenaline falls off, you just feel tired. And that's just Falcus is just going to be sitting there just kind of reserved and, and very visibly exhausted. So I don't think he's going to be talking much. Okay. So. Obviously, we don't really know what's going on with Butch and Omni yet, because we didn't hear that conversation, right? Uh, right. And I have a feeling she's not going to relay much, so... But, but but we know she's Omi. Yeah, we know she's yes. Omi. Omi, not Omni. Omi. So I'm going to turn to her and say, so what has our, our good friend here been, been telling you? Uh, she would explain basically what the conversation was that led okay. up to here. Good, good. Just want to make sure he got all the facts straight that our, our buddy Rez, Reznik, I think he, he mentioned you, told us. We were hoping we would come this way to to kind of help clear up what's been going on here. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that things are a little little off. I mean, all the way back down in Booty Bay, we could tell from there that the, the wildlife was a little crazy. And up here, whew, this is a whole new world. Yes, things have been very bad. You, why, um, why you? Why put yourselves in this position? Well, you see, it all started because my man over here wanted a bow. <laughs> and then he didn't get his bow, and we got stuck with this axe. And I think he's a little bitter. And the three of us sometimes happen to have this save the world complex you hear about. 
because we don't like things making our life difficult. And this makes our life difficult. Plus this blood God coming back, like that's not good. Who wants a blood God coming back? And we've seen him. We got some good advice from this guy named Hakkar. No, his name wasn't Hikar. His weapon was. Anyway, he was stuck in a cave. We dealt with him. We're just trying to get this place back to normal because here's the thing. As adventurers, this really just, it, it's not our MO. It doesn't help. I'm trying to ramble, give her enough information. She Like, I'm not trying to see her. I'm just. Was, you just, you just her, told, oh, this, you you are just told our, her that you killed a pr- priest, a uh, <laughs> troll priest. So that's great. That's fine. He was evil. <laughs> And I, I said, everything she says is, you know, we, we find ourselves in these kinds of situations. We're just travelers. To be honest, we're, we, you know, seek adventures. And maybe we sought the wrong one when we tried to get that bow and, you know, Falk has got that axe instead. We, we definitely appreciate you uh, ridding him of that, of that curse. But... Yeah, Delia's curse is the better. What priest? Oh, the priest. Um, so, <laughs> in the northwest of the zone. Okay, wait. No, we walked in. We, we walked into a, a, a cave that his, looks like his name. His name was Anton. He was in the ruins of Zulkunda. Her eyes widen a little bit, and she says, y- "You be killing Anton." Well, t- to be honest, he attacked us. Ari, show him the dagger. I can't. I left it back there. Oh, there is a dagger oh, back yeah. there. She waves one of the guards, like, casually, who leaves. Can you just bring everything back? It'll make it easier <laughs> later. Can we just, you just have a porter? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no to, to be fair, he, he did attack us first. He was trying to oh. bite Falcus. And then he was trying to, I don't know, but and then, and then I might have pushed him into some water and then it was just, it was, was he, he wanted, do you know why he was scared? He, he was stuck in there. Um, he was scared of the water cause he's, he was undead. Um, he wanted us to break him out of there. He was stuck. Well, we didn't know he's bad until and then he, he tried bit to me. kill us. Yeah. And then it turns out the water melted him and then, then he was gone. The guards return with the pile of weapons and the dagger and he hands it to her and she looks at it and she looks at you guys and she says this be on ten sacrificial dagger like, like, I, like I said we, 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 he, he attacked us he tried to kill us oh that so much it, I believe completely I believe that sincerely we were Listen. trying to help him get across because we you know we were trying to help people we, we were trying to just yes our goal here is to get rid of this poison gray cloud of Don't cloudiness. Don't take too kind of the people trying to bite me either. That too. Also, Falkus turned in turned into some kind of monster when, when that happened. But anyway, did uh, I? I'm sorry, Ari. That was part did of the. Turn it? That was part of the axe business. You didn't become a vampire. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now our goal here is to get rid of this weird cloud. You all can see it. It turns people weird. And then there's someone we need to talk to. Well, talk to is the wrong word. Persuade, intimidate, scare. His name's Arna. Supposedly, he's kind of gotten weird when all this stuff started. Figure out what his deal is, where he lies. Uh, he'd be the weaponsmith behind your favorite axe back there. Kind of what we I don't want none of them weapons. Thought. Then we no longer want to talk. We want to intimidate. 
Mm. That and a number of other terrible things that he's unleashed upon the citizens of Stranglethorn Vale. Percussive I will persuasion. Add him to my list of things to die. Number one, top of the list. She smiles a little bit at that. Uh, and she looks down a little bit and she seems to like she's processing for a moment. And when she comes back up, she says, Do you know who Anten was? Truly was. No. Anten was one of the priests of Hirik. Same as me. Hirik be the bat lower. Where exactly? I'm sorry, did you say bat or bat? Bat. And then she holds out her, her cloak to oh. illustrate bat. Bat, okay. He was in the ruins of Zolkunda. And mm. in the cave, there was a cave. Uh, the the runes and the the I think the wall wasn't there like a crack in the wall, and we found our way into a cave back behind the runes, and that's where where he was back in like a altar area, um, trapped in there by the flowing water coming past the doorway, so he couldn't leave, and that's where we found him. Hmm. You know, when Jindo spread the blood haze through Zulgarub, three of the priests of Hirik, Anten, Halasu, and Tazjin, went out to the shrine of Hirik and performed some old blood rite or another that enhanced their magical power, their, enhanced their magics with the spirit of the Batloa. But now they be mutated. Abominations against everything that we stand for. And you've destroyed one of them. I'm sorry? No, I thank you for this. Oh, then you're welcome. And she looks at the dagger and get, again and goes, Had it not been for this, I would not have believed you. And tosses it toward Ari. Not in a, like, throwing you... Not like a throwing dagger kind of way, but like an underhanded sort of toss toward you. I will catch it. So, welcome to Zulgarub. What next? We were hoping you'd tell us. Well, as good as it would be for me to bring you some help, the toxic, poisonous atmosphere is particularly dangerous to my kind. Oh, that's In fact, I'm right. impressed that you were able to get this deep into Zulgarub in the first place. We didn't come here unscathed. We, uh, it, it's definitely affected us too, but we have a, uh, if, if we had more to give you, we would, and you can check us, but w we did drink some potion that will help us uh, for the next, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. And our idea, and tell me if this is a bad one, but... Our idea was to go right to the source of where it looks like it's coming from and do what we did to the to the vampire priest bat guy. Well, that would be of a great help to me and my my kind. Uh, the priest of um, Hethis, the snake loa, be summoning mad, terrible poisons out near the cache of madness. That was our direction we were going, and then we found this cave, because we weren't going across that bridge. He is uh, working carefully with Jindo. He'd be hunting us down. He'd be using his poison gases to change us into 
mindless abominations because we dared to resist the great blood magic summoner of she shakes her head and she goes do you know what was Jindo's original plan back the last time he was killed by folks of your ilk Mm -mm. he'd be trying to summon Hakar so that he could consume Hakar and become the new Loa of blood that is something well uh, tell me if I'm wrong and I look at Ari and Falkus but I I, I believe we've been told a bunch of times that they're trying to summon H- Hakar mm. himself again. Yeah. Most of the people that he's enthralled to go down to the arena and enjoy the blood sports and revel in the violence don't realize how dangerous this mess is. They're just in it for the fun. Or they're easily persuaded. But I know better. I remember what happened the last time. And if it should come again, and he should be successful this time, it's not just going to be bad for the citizens of Zulgarub. Well, it's already bad a long ways away from Zulgarub. No, I imagine it is at that. And that guy that guy at the arena, he's got a a a, a big jewel, like a big red jewel on his on a stick, and Whenever someone dies, he sends blood all over the place, it looks like, Mm. into the air. And all the creatures of the jungle, even down to the itty-bitty lizards, are are all trying to fight everything. And it's it's affecting. Excuse me. Go ahead. No, it's it's affecting way more than just around here. It's, It's spreading. So... I reckon we need to figure out how to smash that stone. That was my idea anyway. But to go, first, we got to stop this poison. Also, we potentially have an army that could come into Zolgarub. But there's a bunch of orcs and stuff, and they're on the other side, you know, by, the, by the ocean. What was the name of the camp? Um... Gromgol? Yeah, it is Gromgol. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. But my, I, I wanted to say Gromgol, but I wasn't sure. So the orcs, the the uh, the horde over at Gromgol base camp, um, they supposedly have reinforcements coming. They want to full-on attack the arena. Uh, we don't think that's going to go well. If anything, that's not going to do anything because the sources, I'm going to point towards the entrance of the cave, the sources out here. That's not... Yeah. Exactly correct, but yes. So there is reinforcements, perhaps. Well, I'll tell you this much. Whatever it is that they're attempting to do at the arena, the only thing that would be successful is destroying all involved. Because if if they try to attack only against Jindo, I don't imagine very much will come from that. If they execute such an attack, most probably all of the trolls there will respond and that will be a bloodbath. And if it's a bloodbath, we'll get ever closer to the summoning of Hakar. That's a really good point. Can Hakar only be summoned in a specific area? Like only at an altar or could he do it anywhere, Jindo? 
Jindo has chosen the ziggurat in the center of Zulgarub for a very specific reason. Akar has okay. a has a link to that place that extends beyond normal physical limitation. Um, for the same reason that um, ghosts tend to haunt the place that they died or had a specific emotional attachment to, uh, so also anything that we are trying... We, I say we. Anything that anyone tries to summon again from the Shadowlands must be specific. This place has a specific resonance that Hakar and a summoner would be able to take advantage of. It's clear that you as the the priestess of the Batloa... Hirik. I don't know a lot about Hirik, are against Jindo. It sounds as though the priestess of, or the priest of the Snake Loa, is helping him. Hethis's people have always been easily persuaded. How many different priests would be in this place, and whose side are they on? Well, uh, the Temple of Bethek has been overtaken by, pardon me, while I grab the name. Uh, the priest, uh, the the temple of Bethek has uh, been overtaken by Tazjin, one of my fellow priests of Hirik, one of the three who undertook this transformation at the shrine to turn them into the abominations that you met at the. And what animal is Bethek? Bethek uh, was a panther loa. Panther. Okay. It is there that um, the anchor for the blood magic ritual is being maintained. Uh, Within that temple, I don't know the specifics. I haven't been able to adventure into there because of the poison and the danger. But um, were that right to be disrupted, um, a great deal would have been made, a great deal of progress would be made to the uh, destruction of this whole mess. However, I'm very certain that everyone at the arena would know about it immediately. Okay, I got two things to say. One less important and one more important. I'll start with the less important. When we walked in here there, under a cave with ogres and stuff, there were three, you said you're a bat priest. Um, That's right. There were three bat totems. Two of them had glowy eyes and looked all magic. We just walked right past them. What was there? What are they? What's going on there? Until recently, they were shrines, symbolic uh, places of worship. But the ones that I mentioned, Halasu, Tazjin, and Anten, used those shrines to empower and desecrate themselves. If one has been nullified, I suspect that the link has been broken. Well, we definitely nulled one of them. Okay, so the other thing I want to ask. So if, if we get rid of this poison situation... We have to... We gotta go quick. And w- the three of us just took a poison. Not, not an, an antitoxin that'll help us. And if if we can get over there pretty quick, <laughs> what would what would we we want to destroy something? What would we do? Where's the third priest? So who who again was in the temple of Bethek? Tazjin. 
That is spelled T-A-Z apostrophe J-I-N. Okay. And the second one? Halasu be with Jindo. H-A-L-A-S-U. Okay. And we killed Anten already. Evidently. We are on a time crunch if we want to be able to benefit from our anti-venom and take out who we need to. Do you believe that it would get rid of the poison if we are able to get this snake priest out of the picture? I do believe this, but you are on more than one time crunch. What's the second one? If you are able to make your way to the Cache of Madness and deal with this problem, the poison will dissipate. And then this evening, when the rest of the population of Zulgarob return from their day of debauchery at the arena, they will discover that the priest of uh, Hithis, which has been in charge of hunting down the resistance movement, has been slain by intruders. And you will have all manner of trouble on your hands at that time. In fact, so will we. Could we make it look like it was a sacrifice? This may be possible. I had not considered uh, very much in the way of attack plans because I would have very much difficulty leaving the area protected by the waterfall. I hadn't considered this. It is possible. So your plan was to sit here? I had. We had no ability to do anything else. If we leave this area, the poisons will... Have you seen what happens to the trolls who are susceptible to poisons of this nature? Yes. Sambos and skellymans. Um, on that note, and uh, what if... And venom trolls, yeah, right. Um, what if we wait till the city empties out tomorrow morning and we make a full day of this to take care of the cash, find Tajin? And then we're we're gonna have to deal with Halasu when everybody gets back here, because if he's at the he's with, if he's with Jindo, he's at the arena, and we're not gonna see them until obviously we make a ruckus over at the Temple of Bethek and take out Tajin. We lose our advantage if we do that, though. With the anti venom, it's only for an hour. We're down to like forty two minutes, forty minutes, something like that. Oh no! At that point, I I, I figured we're we're. If we wait till tomorrow morning, it's it's going to be a fresh run. Poison in, protection or not. In addition, doing all these things is good, but as I said, as soon as my my people return from the arena, they will know that these things have occurred, and they will return immediately, I presume, as soon as the ritual is disrupted at the temple. What What will happen? when all of those angry trolls and the blood magic practitioners who have riled them up so all return to Zulgarob at once. How stealthy is your crew of resistance here? We are jungle trolls in the jungle. We move where we need to when we are not surrounded by toxic poison gas. Have you ever heard of flame bloom oil? I have heard of flame bloom flowers. We stay away from them. As trolls, we have a minor problem with things of this nature. Well, amongst others with a shared interest for the removal of this blood magic, uh, this specific blood magic, um, we could, in fact, potentially employ some 
ingenious goblins who have figured out how to harness the plant power into an oil. What about traps and bombs and uh, booby traps set around the city? So when they return from the arena, they have a nasty surprise in store for them. And we still have the element of surprise as well as the upper hand on thinning numbers. I feel we have a big plan and a little plan. For the big plan, we will have to leave the city to go communicate with both our goblin friends and possibly our horde friends. Yeah, if we can get them, if we can, oh my gosh, if we can get the zeppelins. I think little plan we should focus on right now is taking care of this poison and making it look like a sacrifice in the way no one's the wiser. And so the trolls tomorrow will still go to their arena and that still leaves us with more time to perfect a plan to take care of an army of trolls and take Jin- Jindo out. That gives that gives Abi and and her resistance here ability to freely roam the city. To move, yes. So I, I like think it. these are good thoughts that we should let Omni in on, so she can Omni can help think how we can correctly place things to take out the most trolls, knowing. We have opportunities to fire things. But let's figure out how to go to the cache of madness. What do we need to know about the priest there? Ami. You okay, Summer? This is hard. <laughs> I don't know what to do. No. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm 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 liking that so far because I, I, I I've had this idea in my mind as if, if for some reason we can get back to Grom Gull and the Zeppelin is there and we can convince um, what um, from what Ami's telling us as soon as we bombard the temple of Bethek our, our clock stops because they know exactly what's going down and we're screwed but the cache of madness we have an opportunity most specifically it's it would be the act of disrupting the ritual that would yeah. get everyone's attention actually entering the temple and looking around and if there's things to do in there wouldn't necessarily I feel as though we're going to have to take out Tajin if so out of game mm-hmm. us taking down this instance we're gonna need the goblins on our side we're gonna need no placement of fire like that's a long plan that we're gonna have to sit and talk and think but I think getting the poison out of the way so that they can freely roam the resistance so they can help us if they want to be on our side is what we should do when we have an element right now where we get advantage or something on these rolls who uh what's what's the priestess at the uh cache of madness uh, he'd be a priest of Hethius. I'm not familiar enough with him to have a a proper name. How do you spell that? Hethius is spelled H-E-T-H-I-S-S. Thank you. Summer, what are your thoughts? No, Sorry, I kind of took over. No matter what, the, the first step is to get rid of this poison. If you're talking about going and getting a bunch of bombs from goblins and then coming back through that ogre cave we could do the spider cave we have two entrances for maximum planking probably even get the the ogres to help us as well because again shared interest to get rid of this 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 blood plague throughout the whole the whole jungle i mean there there is something we could do like and this might be this this might not be the bravest thing but we could go while we're on this clock 
go, you know, real quick, take care of the cache of madness. Just, just real quick. And then come back here, get y'all, and we all run back down through the ogre, ogre cave. And then the ogres are there healing up. And um, then you guys w would be on the other side of that. And they're they're friendly with us. Y'all y'all seem friendly with us. And um, wait for what's gonna happen. Uh, can I, I don't know. Uh, make knowing our battle. I mean our. I mean the elves battle with with the trolls. Would I assume that the ogres have a positive or negative relationship with the trolls of Zulgorum? Because I don't want to put these people in a place where we're bringing them into the back door of the ogre hovel and we they don't like each other. We just a huge favor for the ogres. And yeah, Byclops but we're still, going, we're still going to be facing... I don't think that's They wrong. took the troll ritual thing with no questions whatsoever. Like, I feel like if they were bad against trolls, they wouldn't have bought Falkus's story about it being lucky. Okay. And they've got all their flowers back, so they're starting... All of them are starting to heal. Like... Like, we definitely did them a solid. Going back to a question I asked Ami that kind of got dropped. Can we make this look like a sacrifice? She said she hadn't considered it. If the deception is believable enough, it is possible, I think. What needs to happen for it to be believable? You're a troll. I'm sure you've seen sacrifices. I don't care the circumstances. How do I make a sacrifice look real that they'll believe it? Why not? Why, why make it look real and actually just do it? I mean, I'm sure... Well, the point that she's making is that you guys want to go kill this cat, but you don't want to just kill him and hide the body or kill him and just leave him laying there because then the trolls will know that there was some stuff going on. The idea for faking to look like it was a sacrifice would decrease suspicion is, is her oh. point. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm not saying faking it to look like a sacrifice. I mean, actually sacrificing her. Like, why can't Ami utilize her as an actual sacrifice? Because Ami's not going to be there with us yeah. because she is not immune to the yeah, poison. Yeah, she could turn into a venom okay. troll. That is true. And I don't, I don't know trolls' ways of sacrifice, so what are my details? Well, could we do that? Could we use this dagger to sacrifice? <laughs> I honestly don't know what the answer to that question is. I'm trying to think of it. Um, I would say probably, generally speaking, uh, ritualistic sacrifice have, like, Objects, Do I need to light like, some in a candles circle and around, set the mood? Yeah, like, you know. Fetishes. Do they do sacrifices at the Cache of Madness? Is the Cache of Madness known to have had a sacrifice or two in its time? I'm sure there's got to be an altar there. That was the location. I'm thinking of it in my head from Cataclysm. That was the location where, like, if you had archaeology, you could summon an optional boss. Yeah. Uh, which means that there's a whole bunch of like old relics there. There's a whole bunch of, um, you know, if you had like a table set up where he was laid out on the table in a way that looked significant and you had objects around it and you had some kind of. I could swing it is basically what I'm, I'm hearing. Sure, like but a... like he can't just be he can't just be laying there like he's there's got to be some sort of like why like would, a slip from like why would. Why would a priest for the Snake Loa, who was tasked with finding the troll resistance by using poison gases, just 
decide now's the time for a sacrifice? That's like the question that needs to be asked in order for this deception to work. So what would- He's hoping to sacrifice to the snake Loa to bring out the rebels, resistance. What are we calling them? If you can, if you can set it up to make it look like that, we'll roll for it and see what happens. <laughs> okay, so like in 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 D and D, some mm-hmm. it, when you're at a table with your friends playing D and D, especially if there's a, a couple of drinks or something, um, which none of us, to my knowledge, have had. Um, sometimes you get in these things where you have this like half an hour conversation about do we go left or do we go right, and it's it's excruciating. And that is when some um, are you describing some us right munchkin. Now? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then some munchkin will like just go, "I kick down the door," you know, like, and, and and then you're like mad at that person, but you move forward. The thing is about this situation is that there's not a left or right. It's a circular map with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, like like places that can be terrible and one of them will release these tr- trolls we've got a ticking clock for us to do this one thing that's a really obvious thing that we have to do but then but that would start another ticking clock and now we're talking about potentially going back to where we came from and bringing an army of zeppelins to, to bomb their asses and, and this is this is the hardest thing I've ever encountered playing Dungeons and Dragons because it's all of these so things are real. This is the most complicated. This, this is not a puzzle. This is not a riddle. This is these. I, I there's just a circle of of madness here, and we've got allies right here that can. These allies can only be utilized if we get rid of the cachet of madness and we 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 don't have another source of this potion okay well, so that's that's not true oh um, you want to go back, back to, Booty to Booty Bay, Bay. that's <laughs> okay so it, re- realistically speaking that's on the table um the idea here could be okay we have scouted Zulgarub and we have learned things and if we make our way back through the ogre cave to the shredder and then walk the shredder straight through the jungle toward Gromgall base camp we can talk to them we can fly back to booty bay and talk to them we can gather up all the antitoxins in the world pass them out amongst everybody like whatever you feel like there that's is all Griffin. on the table the problem yeah. is what's the timetable on that uh how does that affect what's gonna happen the city yeah how does that affect you know you know how much of the plan is actually you know viable like if we worked out all the angles on it um and what's going on in the other like what 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 do we address first and in what order okay and we don't know what's going on at grumble why didn't any of us roll a mage that we can just create a portal and just portal all these people out of here (laughs) none of you would be able to do that at this level no i didn't think so okay okay here here's another thing we were told to look for omni how can Omni help us? So, I, I think a, I think a plan with too many angles has too many things that can possibly go wrong. So, are you okay going to the Cache of Madness, or do you think we should come back? No, I don't think like, I don't think we should leave. We have allies okay. here 
that are eventually going to get caught. You know, what are they, how, how long do they have in the cave before someone walks by and, you, you know, and hears an echo? You know, I, so I, we... I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, the problem right now is I, I'm going to... I don't remember if this was asked or not. I'm assuming that the poison affects them worse and quicker than it affects us. Yes. That's which is why said, they're yes. here. Let's well, get them out of the city. Poison. Yeah, yeah, let's, I, let's I get... I agree. Yeah, so in other words... We take care of the, while we still have our poisons resistance so that we can at least get normal rolls on our, our, our ability checks. Let's take care of the cash of medicine now. Come back, grab Ami and their friends, get them through the ogre cave, and then we take it from there. And whatever happens in the city, it's not it's probably going to take time if we can if we can ruin whatever ritual they have in place at the cash of madness that's causing the poison. It's going to take them time if we can ask I, I, we're discussing this in front of Omi if there's ways in which I'm assuming that the poison's coming out of the cache of madness due to a ritual if we disrupt that ritual so bad that it's going to take them weeks or a week or more to rebuild the poison ritual the poison effigy whatever they got in there producing this poison we have that's our time frame to then take care of everything else so I'm hoping it's not just like, oh, they tipped the jar over. Let's just pick the jar back up and everything's back on again. No, it's probably going to be, no, we got to recarve the totems. We got to reposition everything correctly. We have to wait for the full moon. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, A lot of that makes taken. sense, but there's not very much moon imagery with the snake god. But most of the rest of that sounds fine. Okay. <laughs> um, what? So I think that's a, a plan to get rid of the poison and my, mind you we're all, all our, our feet are still shackled and we're just like gesticulating everywhere like like okay so here we do da, 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 da. so we, we go to the cachet in madness we interrupt the ritual we come grab you guys because there'd be hopefully no more poison in the air and then go back through this ogre ogre cave and we have allies at the at the end of that ogre cave i don't know how how you feel about ogres but we we did them a very big favor and I believe you'd be safe there <clears throat> and then we could figure out what we need to figure out but it would get you out of the city my concern and I will go along with this plan I am 100% like we democracy stuff up that's what we've done the whole time my concern is if we make it look like this was interrupted in a way where it was rebel it was someone on the outside the security here will increase the cave is not a secret. Getting back in here will not be as easy. Getting here will not be as easy as it was. I understand that the goal is the same, but I don't feel like we should give up on making this look like a sacrifice. I think if we can have Jindo not be suspicious, we can still get back in yeah. here easy. Mm -hmm. But I will go with whatever you want. Let's get there first. And if the ultimate decision is just mess stuff up so they have to have at least... 24, 72, 168 hours to fix it, then that's fine. But I still feel like we should have this looking like an accident on the table. Okay, so this, yeah. it's, it sounds like we have a plan, and but but there's just one, like, <clears throat> extra part of it that I like. Okay, so you're just talking about, like, how we execute what's happening yes. in the cache of madness. Now, we, and I turn to Omni, o o Omi, Omi, we were sent to uh, get help from you. It looks like instead 
we're going to be able to help you, I hope. Can you give us any ideas about how we can actually disrupt a ritual? A. And B. How to maybe look like an accident or it was on purpose or it and and three can, can you is there anything you can give us that'll help us do this and seven would you be willing to do this and we come get you and we all roll down our ogre cave as far as how to disrupt the ritual it should not be extraordinarily difficult if you are able to destroy the ritual caster the majority of these long term spell casting issues need to be actively maintained Um, it's part of the reason that um, undeath is such an attractive manner of, of, of empowerment when it comes to these kinds of castings because the undead do not require sleep um the priest of Hethys, uh, he has m- mutated into a, t- a terrible snake-like troll being, but the, the primary uh, uh, cause of danger from him is that he is a, um, a relatively capable spellcaster, and his uh, cloud of poison gas can be focused uh, down into any area that he has chosen uh, he has been actively seeking in, in the southwest areas of Zulgarub recently but only yesterday the clouds were in the north and then beyond, before that different places so when it comes time to attack he will most likely summon the majority of his poisons to you um, if you are able to destroy him in that time I would expect that the majority of the gases would dissipate and things would be easier to navigate. But as you say, it will look like an attack has occurred and security within the city will likely increase. I don't know what form that would take. I don't know if trolls would stop going to the arena and stay in town. I don't know if uh, an increase in the summoning of undead would would occur. I, I it is difficult to tell. Well, is it possible to make it look like a sacrifice or accident? We're going no matter what. Like, let's just be honest. As long if, as you unshackle. If things were arranged in such a way to make it appear that that he had sacrificed himself somehow, perhaps. Uh, but there are no other sp- uh, spellcasters that I am aware of in the city aside from Arna, who is creating the magical weapons, and Tajjin, who is maintaining the blood uh, the blood siphon. So mm. it would require it would require setting the stage so Does that Does he it, know Anton's dead? I do not know. His blade. We leave his blade. We leave We leave his blade. blade. Let's go. Akars. We leave his blade. And, and we leave it. Just stab it in in the priest's heart and we position him, we figure it out, we'll figure it out, but we leave his blade. The huck the Hakar dagger dagger, that thing. It's worth it. Yes. Makes it look like um Anton did it. We let Anton out and he did it. I, s- I think I am understanding. The idea is that Anten would have come back from the ruins of Zuklunda and sacrificed the priest of Hethis in order to get 
more power or something. Power for Jinda believe that possible, I suppose. We can, but, 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 your, your, your boots, your boots. We can make twelve. I can, I can clean up our blood. I, we can make, we, we ship this. We ship this. I won't have time for a song. That's fine. But we ship this. I love it. We create it. the scene. Yes. I am con- we confused. We leave the blade. Ships and songs. We, we took over a ship. We, we sabotaged them. The, the captain was bad, evil as evil, not Jindo, evil. But we made evil, it evil, look so like other people evil. on the ship. They threw him overboard, and nobody suspected us at all. So we're we're experienced with this. We this is this is our mo. We just this is just a thing we know how to do. Yeah, these your boots can make troll footprints. Yes, easily. I have magic boots that'll make troll footprints. We have like 30, 30 minutes, something. We we need you to trust us, so that we can go and do this before this wears off. All right. If you think it'll work, um, in my eyes, the worst that will happen is you die, and my situation has not changed. Uh, the best that will happen is you have dealt with this issue and you uh, return, and we leave through the ogre caves. Yes. That sounds like it'll be uh, exciting, but okay. Um, yes, uh, return to them their 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 weaponry, their armaments. Um, does the priest stat block have any buffs in it? Yeah, that was my question. Is there a- anything? Anybody wounded? Um, I have. I took damage because I... Uh, can she remove I our exhaustion? can't go through she cannot, the... She cannot remove your exhaustion. I, I mean, I've got I two points of uh, both. Falcus and I lost two points. HP. I lost six points. Okay. Nobody is diseased, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Yes, we're poisoned. You're exhausted from a poison effect, but it's not poison. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, she has she has a couple of spells. She dropped a dispel magic on you earlier, which dealt with the, the curse effect from the axe. You, the axe, by the way, you can keep. And it still has the effect of adding to your hit point total. I love it. And I have it re-equipped and reattuned with the uncursed version. Okay, good enough. Um, outside of that, she doesn't have any buffs. I just have to say right now, Ari, that was an amazing... Amanda, I'd say even. That was an amazing reminder about the dagger. The... Yeah. That Also, it's giving, giving away... I mean, the DM basically gave you a caster's dagger, and you're just gonna leave it. I know, but it was the only thing I could think of. Sorry. Uh, d- no. Well, you guys I didn't mean, want to touch it this entire time because you thought it was cursed. <laughs> okay, so, so do we have a plan? Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Omi, can you tell us the best best way to get to the cache of madness without being detected? I do not know what the uh, patrols are. I, I'm unable to actually get uh, a bead on that while I'm stuck in the cave but uh, out through the cave up the the wall where the bridge has fallen and around the coil and then north it's a, it's a relatively straight path do you have a trick for getting up the the wall it's pretty slick exercise care all right okay let's go well if we're not back in about an hour then we're dead so there you go <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's true, isn't it? Here so you, basically, here with, uh, you with you. Do you got any? Uh, and also with you, talismans <laughs> or something. <laughs> they lost their lucky troll charms. They bought them outside of the. Yeah, I know. Okay, no, I I still have mine. It's on my hat or jacket or whatever. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's but, right. You did get one. 
I upgraded to one that actually (laughs) Um, works. Okay. um, No, um, I've got I've got a plan for that. By the way, later on. Uh, But you gonna trade it to an ogre for something cool? (laughs) No. Okay. No, I have I have a plan. That's fine. Um, probably won't. It'll probably be be months from now until I actually get to use it. But I have a very specific plan for it. Okay, so let we just spent seven hours talking about this. Okay, so to 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 end up with the same plan, let's get out of yeah, here. Yeah, but it was fun. So so now, yeah. It, I loved it. Um, I'm looking at you angrily, Casey. Um, now, so now we're not having to traverse across rocks. You know, like boing, 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 boing across the thing. So, we but we do have to get back underneath the waterfall. Um, <clears throat> uh, can, I'll give can, you that one. I'll give you that one. If you if you get all the way up against the side and like sidle your way past, you don't have to do the strength. You're gonna have to climb, but like to get through the water, you're okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Are we walking straight toward the bad man? Yes. I mean, so we've made it out of the cave. We... Athletics checks from everybody. Let's climb this thing. Oh, I thought you meant to get out of the cave. I'm like, no, you said I could cling to the wall. That you had for free. You can sneak through the water. Natural 20. Nice job. You are able to climb all the way up using the wet, slippery bridge pieces and are now at the top. I wish I would have grabbed Ari's rope to throw down. Yeah, we keep forgetting the rope. We just kind of move. It's okay. Because I used my rope on the other side, and that's where it is. How much rope do I have? (laughs) Anybody have mage hand? Nope. No. I might be taking that as my next feat, though, so... <laughs> Mage hands OP. You should see it on a, a arcane trickster rogue. It turns invisible. You can pick pockets with it. It's bananas. So can I, I call? It. I have DM inspiration still. Can I call to use it to add dice to this check? It's not adding dice. It's adding advan- it? its advantage. Perfect. Can I use? Can I? I'm going to claim this. Roll for it to add advantage because. Oh, thank God. Thank Ooh, God. Oh, thank God. 15. Okay. So 15 maybe is back. enough. You can get up on a 15. <laughs> yeah. For the listeners, the first roll was a four. Okay. <laughs> so, Come on, uh, Falcus. Falcus, do you need a rope? Because we have one up here now. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, Butch, roll another a- acrobatics check. We are still... It's a- it's not acrobatics. It's athletics, uh, which is your dex mod. Or no, athletics is your strength mod. Okay, so it was natural 20, and then it was a 14. 14 is going to be enough. What's Ari, what's your spell DC right now? 14? Uh, my spell DC? I think it's 14. 5, 6, 7, 8, 8, and 8 is 16. It's probably 16, 16 right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Comparatively speaking, would this be an easy... Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's probably fine. 14 is fine. You're yeah. evil. Uh, let's go ahead and do an athletics check with disadvantage for you, uh, Falcus, in order to climb the slippery bridge pieces. Uh, but Butch and Ari are above you, so if they have a rope available, you might be able to. Do you want rope? That. Do you yes. want rope? Hey, I don't care. Uh, if yes, you want it or not. Yes. I'm gonna toss rope down, and Butch and I will hold it. I figure between the two of us. Athletics straight roll. That is great for that being one of my lowest skills because I have a negative one to strength. So athletics is a 16. Excellent. Everyone is able to make it to the top of the broken bridge. Really you are now clenching. on the right hand side 
of the broken bridge. You are very near to the coil. It's the longest I've taken across a river ever. Real quick, I had two. You ain't never been in New York traffic. I've been on the GW. (laughs) I I had two pieces of rope, so I'm gonna give this rope to Butch since I don't know if we're getting his rope back. So now Butch also has a piece of rope just in case. But there's there's a rope next to the thing there anyway, so that'll help us. Uh, So you're gonna give me a piece of rope, and you're gonna pick up this other rope. Is that what you're saying? I had two pieces of rope, so you now get. So we both have one now. Cool. Okay, we're all up at the top of the other thing and so we are near the coil I can't tell do we want to go I can't into tell uh, exactly yeah. where we are we're near the coil are we like at the I'm, I'm sorry are we like at the back of it front of it so um if you were to walk across in the dungeon like crossing the bridge and ending at the end of the bridge you face the entrance to the coil yes and then there is a road that goes to your right on the map. It goes south and it goes around it in a loop and then goes up north toward the Cache of Madness. And it also goes down south to Mandicure's Domain. Yes. So uh, we need to just go around the coil. I don't want to screw with the coil. Was the coil some something that we could skip in ZG? Well, I can't remember. Yeah, you can go right past it, and we probably should, because the entrance is right there, is to sneak past that area and make sure that, you know, if there's anything in there, like, let's say, some some more zombies or some more acid trolls, we should probably quickly get past this opening if we, if there's anything in there that could spy us. Yeah, let's, uh, let's stealth around the coil. All right, let's get stealth checks out of everybody. At disadvantage for those of you who that would be uh, a thing for. Butch rolled uh, disad- at disadvantage a 16. Ari rolled a 13. And Falcus with a 16 on the disadvantage one. Okay. I'm checking some passive perceptions of creatures that may be in the area. And actually, uh, so you guys are going to be, as far as you can tell, everything seems okay. The sound from the waterfall, you guys are are on a path that is not like overly destroyed or whatever. You're able to make your way around the coil and you're not disturbed by it. Uh, You reach a fork. Traveling left would bring you north toward the Cache of Madness. Uh, But you can see traveling south, it goes up a hill. And at the top of the hill, you can see a series of large, round, spherical stone boulders. This is the place where you rolled up and you had to dodge the... The boulders. That is correct. They are sitting there at the top of the hill. They're not moving around. There's no huge hulking dude throwing them at you. They just are in existence. Okay. I I, I think (laughs) as a out out of game, I think you had to like start up the hill for the boulders to to come at you. But I don't know what 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 Casey has has made. I was just showing you what you see. Um, we're not trying to go that way. Nope. Take a left. Hang a Louie. Stealth, stealth a left. You are able to do that. As What's the opposite of that? Hang a Rui? I don't know. Um, I have heard the term hang a Louie, but I, I don't know what its opposite would be. <laughs> Listeners, why don't you write in and tell us? Okay, so... Yeah, send the email to, uh, I'm going to say, Amanda. <laughs> At amanda.com. 
Okay. What? Are, oh, you just changed what we're looking at. What yeah, are we looking I, at? I went ahead and changed the map. So, what ends up happening is as you cut north, the pathway into the Cache of Madness has a couple of angles on it. So you have to like walk through a section that it it bends to the it bends to the east and then bends to the north again. As you're looking at this map that I've presented to you, you guys are on the far southern side. So where I'm pinging right here, this section is the south. And this section is the west, like toward... You see what I mean? Because like okay. this section is like far west. So um, you round this corner, and what you're able to see is this this pseudo outdoor temple space that has I don't know how to describe it it's like a one story tall stone structure around it that has like a flat top but like there's sections in it like all, all it is is the bottom left corner the bottom right corner the upper left corner and the upper right corner but there's like it's open air and it's got passages through it it's difficult to describe um, but it's like some of a building. It's clearly a, uh, a structure of some kind. As you quietly move around the corner, let me double check your stealth scores real quick because I want to compare them against the priest's passive perception. Oh, his stat block's over here. Okay. Priest of Hithis. Passive perception. Okay. Uh, and we had a 16, a 13, and a 16. Okay. So you guys are able to quietly peek around and what you see is a uh it's it's a troll oh if it's a troll it should be larger there we go it's a troll that oh, has control yeah he's rough looking he he seems mild mildly undead he is snake at, face at first it looks like snake face but you guys have, especially particularly Falkus, who has a, a rather high passive perception, are able to see that it's like a it's like a weird helm, like it's a big snake mm. skull, and it's it's the top part of it is the the upper skull of like an oversized snake. The bottom part, normally it would be one large jaw piece, but it's kind of wild. It's got like it's unhinged in such a way where the bottom right portion of the jaw is on this side, and the bottom left portion of the jaw is on that side, but there is no middle section. So it really gives this impression like when a snake opens its mouth and it opens really wide, like it has that really big mouth space. The bottom of the troll's body has been deformed such that he doesn't have legs. He's slithering around like he's a big old <sighs> snakey boy. And he's standing alongside a large green, uh, a large like brass cauldron with a bubbling green liquid in it that is fuming with these green smoky fumes. And it's clear that he's paying a lot of attention to this and he's moving his hands over it in such a way that appears magical and ritualistic. How would you like to proceed from here? Having met the troll resistance within Zulgarub, led by Omi, the priestess of Herik, our heroes now have a specific goal in mind, ridding Zulgarub of the poison haze which has so terribly hindered the living beings of this city. The party prepares to strike, but we'll have to wait until next week to see how it goes when we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons.
please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.